Well, of course, there's been so many health warnings when it comes to COVID, but someone overlooked has been the pandemic's effect on our dental health. And joining us now for more on that is Dr. Elena Cousy, who is a dentist and joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Dr. Cousy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Appreciate your time. I know you and others, you're sounding the alarm here over a number of concerns, not the least of which is stress-related issues. I found that kind of fascinating. How does stress, how does that affect our oral health? Well, they're saying that stress and anxiety are going to be the fourth wave of COVID, and I think it's already with us, meaning a lot of patients or people are just very stressed about the risks and all of the things that are going on with the disease, vaccines or not, uh, and and worries, uh, maybe family members that are already ill or have passed. So people are very, very stressed. I hear it all the time from patients. You know, their sleep is affected. They're clenching more. Um, they're just feeling a little bit more irritable. I think working from home as well, you know, creates other stresses and getting adapted to the whole digital technology. So there's a lot of things that COVID has brought into our world that is is challenging, I believe, uh, all of us to to do something different. And uh, with that comes a little worry, a little stress, a little less sleep, clenching and grinding, and then come the dental problems. Yeah, tell us a bit about that, uh, how that manifests itself uh, when you're grinding your teeth or you've got a lot of jaw clenching happening. Uh, What exactly does that uh, do to someone's oral health? Well, of course, uh, the, the obvious one is grinding of teeth would wear down the teeth themselves or break teeth sometimes, teeth that maybe have either some some decay or already or maybe some large fillings or maybe something that, that has weakened them. So we put a lot of load and stress on bending motions, and, and sure enough, sometimes we can start breaking things. People that have crowns have some porcelain, perhaps uh, restorations that can also um, be chipped or, or worn through. So that's the dental. And, of course, there's muscles and jaw itself, the bone, and, and how it fits in the TMJ. And so if you're putting a lot of heavy, heavy load on your joints, you're going to um, wear them down faster prematurely and and create perhaps muscle pain. Limited opening is a common one. People wake up in the morning, they've slept kind of poorly, they've been clenching all night, and their face feels uh, painful even at the beginning of the day. So that's a, an early sign or, or a sign to be aware of and report to your dentist to, to have that looked at. Yeah, what would you recommend there? Are there things such as uh, dental guards that uh, people can wear? Well, yes. I mean, this is where I would then have the dental professional evaluate and see if a dental guard might be helpful. Perhaps there are medications that can help reduce the the, the muscle from, from being so overworked. How we use Botox-type medications, neuromodulators in dentistry, to help with reducing the, the excessive muscle movements with bruxism, which is your grinding and clenching. So those are things that can be done, as well as certainly uh, from the dental side to make sure that the teeth themselves are protected and wearing a guard so that you're uh, insulating and protecting the teeth from rubbing and, and hopefully reducing the, the trauma, the breaks, the emergencies with the teeth. All right. I know you're also out talking about something that's being called mask mouth. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I mean, we all go and see our, our, our internet uh, chat boxes and so on, and mask mouth has come across as being something that worries uh, people. And, and we as dentists, I, I think, have been always aware that the mouth has a lot of bacteria normally, and that's why we try and promote prevention and having patients that regularly floss and brush and have good diets and see their dentists regularly. When we uh, wear a mask, suddenly we become very aware. It's sort of an incubator, and you become very aware of your own breath. Your, I'll say. Potentially, um, things like patients 
patients that maybe didn't know, gee, I should clean my tongue and having the dental professional explain how to best do that to reduce bacteria, certainly doing uh, the, the oral hygiene at home, the, the dental treatment professionally to reduce the, the diseases, the inflammation, the gingivitis, the periodontal disease, uh, and decay. Um, so with wearing a mask, you're literally now very aware of what we previously maybe uh, hid a little better, um, <laughs> but, uh, but suddenly it becomes very, very obvious. So I do hear from patients, gee whiz, how come it tastes bad or it smells bad in my mouth, and now we can sort of help to diagnose why. Yeah, can I just say early on in the pandemic, when when we first started masking, you're right, those masks were like the greatest breath checkers ever. And I really honestly, personally apologize to several co-workers because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we become more self-aware, I believe. And I mean, the whole process, like I said, it's a learning curve, how to use a mask, how to put it on, when to change it, um, and so on. Those are the things that... Um, that definitely make us aware of what we truly are uh, experiencing in the rest of the world and what what others are experiencing it, uh, with our breath and with our smiles and our, our appearance, too, I think becomes important. We start realizing, gee, I can't show my smile. You know, that could be a good thing if you know that you have dental problems, but if you truly are uh, wanting to show your smile today, uh, it's more limited, more difficult to do that in public. Yeah, it's just funny I wanted to ask you about how many people are booking appointments because of the uh, pandemic. Uh, a lot of things have gone by the uh, wayside. Is that a concern as well that people aren't uh, kind of keeping up with their regular checkups and uh, preventative maintenance when it comes to their dental and oral hygiene? Well, certainly at the very beginning when dentistry was shut down, uh, when we first, first came back, I mean, during that time, of course, we had virtual or, or phone call uh, discussions with our pa- emergency patients. As soon as we opened up, it was very common to have someone be worried, how do I come in? Is it safe? And so on. Um, my staff tell me that that has come down as far as the question. I think people understand that dentists are very much about the, creating safety for for ourselves, our, our dental uh, auxiliaries that we work Work with and absolutely our patients. So we pre-screen. There's lots of questions. Nobody enters the office until we know that they are um, have not had contact with a COVID uh, exposure, that they have not traveled, and and many other questions that we ask. We now are asking added to that question: Have you had your vaccine? I think that's going to come up to be an important question to find out if the person has has received something that will help to reduce their risk. But I think we're we're still seeing. I'm I'm still having that conversation with people, but I think that that fear can be allayed very nicely by understanding that we do in dentistry. We've upped our game immensely in how we do our IPC. We we really have very, very strict protocols for for a good reason. Number one is our own health, our staff, and our patients. So I believe that what we are doing in dentistry is absolutely safe, and, and I think that the best thing would be to see your dentist and continue with your regular care and make sure you don't uh, let fear get in the way of you seeing a dental professional. All right. A timely and good reminder from Dr. Elena Cousy. Dr. Cousy, thanks for the time on this Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Keep on smiling. Thank you. You